Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin, and my guest today is an entrepreneur who has started her own cleaning business called Clean Core. She also has a business coaching program called Profit and Cleaning. Ms. Shawnell Williams, thank you for joining me. Thank you. I heard you on um, Speak Up Sis podcast. Um, first of all, that was a great episode with you. I can't think of the other. I can't. His, the, the gentleman name always skips me, and of course, Angel, but I listened to oh. that podcast, and it was a great podcast. Tyrant, Daniel Tyrant, or Malik Daniel, if you look for him on um, Facebook. Oh, that's his name, Malik Daniel? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. How's your day going, by the way? Pretty good. It's kind of um, windy today and cool, but um, hey, I'll take it over snow. <laughs> Are you in an area that it snows, or I'm in um, I'm in Atlanta, but I'm from New Jersey. So growing up in Atlanta, around this, I'm in New Jersey. It's usually cold and. Um, yeah, I've seen snow around this time in New Jersey. So I'll take a, a breeze here and there um, over that New Jersey weather any day. How long have you been in Atlanta? Um, this year will be 20 years. Yeah, this year will be 20 years. August will be 20 years. So I wow. once I graduated high school, I um moved here to go to Clark Atlanta University and um just stayed here and made it my home I fell in love with it and and stayed what was your experience like at Clark Atlanta I love it I I if anything I tell people just you know experience the the camaraderie the the love the the we had fun of course the parties the the professors, it, it was just a great experience. I'm glad I did it. When you when you went there, when you went to Clark Atlanta, was your major in business? No. Well, no, no. At first it was. At first I was um, a finance major because my brother convinced me and my sisters, oh, you know, you go to college, you need to study finance. That's where the money is, blah, blah, blah. But um, as I began to take my accounting classes and my math classes, and I hate math, I said, yeah, this is not for me. So I um, met with my guidance counselor, well, my counselor, and um, she asked me, you know, what do I like? And I said, I like um, reading and writing. So I actually um, study communications with a concentration in public relations. Um, so, <laughs> so it kind of um, started off in business, but didn't finish in business. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk how, so before you became an entrepreneur, what, would you, what did you do? So before I was, well, I was still in college. So I, um, I was working part-time jobs in, um, for different banks. And then um, before I started my cleaning business, I had a summer camp. I had um, one of the banks I worked for 
um, when I was a teller, we had to go do community service um, at different schools to teach the kids about money. So I went to a um, school and the kids were, I want to say first or second grade, and they couldn't add, you know, pennies and nickels and dimes. And it just broke my heart because I'm like, you know, at this age, just, you know, simple one plus one, you should be able to, you know, answer. And it broke my heart. And I said, okay, I, I got to do something. So I said, I wanted to start a um, daycare because I'm like, okay, I love kids. I can do this. You know, I have a heart for it. And when I did that, it was, it had to, it was warm. So it had to be around, school wasn't out. So maybe March, March or April. And I was, I realized, okay, this, that process is going to take a, a while. And because at this time I'm still in college. So I researched, okay, I can do a summer camp. I can do a day um, um, after school program. So I contacted various schools about doing an after school program. And I got a lot of kickback from principals that didn't want to do it or principals that said they had to, they had one in place, but it wasn't active. So it was, it was just weird. So um, I said, okay, summer's coming up because they're going to be out of school. Let me do a summer camp. So I did a summer camp. Um, I had about a hundred kids that first year um, from ages five to 12. And I just did that. Right. So when it was time for me to rev up my marketing and start getting everything going again for the summer camp, I said, well, I really prefer to do something that was was not seasonal and flexible with my work and school schedule. So I researched different businesses that um, I could do because I knew I wanted to go into business. And I said, let me just figure out, okay, what can I do? So I came across cleaning and I met with different cleaning franchises and the fees that I would have to pay them, I said, okay, I can use that towards my own marketing. So that's what I did. That's, you know, my story of how I got into cleaning. It wasn't because I have a passion for it or I'm OCD, nothing like that. It was, I saw an opportunity. <laughs> <in my TV. laughs> so Clean Core is, is your own business, right? Correct. Wow, like what year did you start it? I started it in 2007. Wow. So you've had it for, you've had it for, what's that? That's like 14 years. Yeah, four, we just turned 14, what, two weeks ago? Was it last week? I think it was last, the 26th, so I think that was last week. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. What made you what made you decide that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? I knew I didn't like I knew I always wanted to have my own business. I I, I appreciated the flexibility of it. Um, I knew eventually I wanted to um, be married, have children, and I wanted to be able to 
be there for my children when I when I needed to be and not have to ask a boss, um, can I have this day off? Um, it's spring break. I want to take this time off. My kids are sick. I need to leave. I wanted that flexibility where I can, or the independence of, you know, moving how I want to move, so to speak. And then, you know, leaving a legacy for my children. Um, and in my last job, I was in a call center. So I would get restless sitting down for long periods of time like that. And I just couldn't wrap my head around how people did this for eight hours or more. So my, my heart wasn't in it. So I always knew I wanted to be, you know, an entrepreneur. I'm the oldest girl. So I was always, um, my, my siblings would probably say bossy, but that sounds kind of mean. I would say a leader <laughs> um, in, in the house. So you, because you're an entrepreneur, you have to set up everything like your own schedule, your business, just everything that comes with that. How hard is it to, to have to do that? Because I don't think people understand just setting up your day, like nobody telling you where to go, what time to be there. So I wanted you to talk more about that. You definitely have to be disciplined, right? I, I actually have a morning routine. I get up five o'clock every morning, seven days a week. And during that time of my morning routine, I get most of my work done. I don't have anyone calling my name. I don't have anyone asking me questions. I can really focus on doing that, but that takes discipline, right? I wouldn't, you asked me five years ago, Am I, I would tell you, I'm not a morning person. I, I appreciate <laughs> a good sleep. I, I love taking naps. <laughs> if I can take a nap, I would take one. But I knew <laughs> that I had to pat myself on the back. I had to um, be my own cheerleader. And I knew I couldn't depend on anyone else. I had to do it. I had to make this happen. So... Once I realized what my why was and why I was getting up and doing this, why I started my business, why it's important and motivated me to stay on top of things and to be, you have to be organized. You have to know what your end plan is um, and know what you want to do and how to execute it and be strategic. Um, it's not, you know, if, if you decide, okay, I'm not, I just don't feel like it today. I'm not getting up you know, depending on how your business is set up, you're not making any money today. Fortunately, now the way my business is set up, if I do decide to sleep in late or not to do any work today, we're still making money because I have a staff now that does the things that I don't want to do or don't have time to do. Wow. How long did it take for you to get comfortable with your, like, with your schedule and like establishing that discipline for your for yourself? It took a while because I didn't have a blueprint per se to follow. I didn't have that um, person in my family that I can, you know, ask a lot of questions. I developed relationships with people, which is very important. 
But um, a lot of the things that I'm doing now in my business, I had to figure out myself. Um, so wow. it, it, it took, you know, it took some time and I'm still constantly looking at things that I can do to improve myself as well as my business. So it doesn't, um, it doesn't stop. You mentioned that you, that you looked at established relationships. Why is that so important? Oh man, I, I have grown so much because of the people that I know that know more than me. <laughs> so for example, I have a colleague of mine who has a cleaning business in Australia and he's helped me so much with, you know, my website and how to rank my website and, and rank higher in Google and um, how to manage my website and um, find different um, vendors. So it's things like that, just talking to people, developing relationships, saying hi to somebody. Um, a lot of my colleagues here in Atlanta area, they'll call me and say, Charnel, I can't do this job. Can you do it? And vice versa. Or they'll say, I have a, a potential customer. We don't service his area. Do you mind um, calling him, giving him a quote or cleaning his house? So that network and developing relationships with people who understand that um, there's, a, there's enough money out here for everyone, you can, you can grow so much. And then, you know, when you reciprocate that, and not just, you know, be a taker, but be a giver, you know, be a blessing to others, help other people. Um, it's the, the relationships are key. It, it, it makes you, the process go so much, your your business journey goes so much smoother and easier because you, you have people you can call and talk to, not just in your industry, but outside your industry as well. You've been in business since 2007 um, and, and, you know, thank God you're still in business, but was there ever any fear that your business wouldn't succeed? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There have been times when I, I questioned it a number of times. There have been times when I said, you know what, I'm going to get a nine to five. I don't have time for this. My nerves, the way my nerves are built, I can't, I can't deal with this. Um, so yeah, absolutely. There are times you're dealing with various people and personalities and things of that nature. You question it when you, you look at other people who are succeeding and excelling and you're like, uh, when, when is going to be my turn? You know, but you, you can't look at what somebody else is doing. You, you know, run your own race, but after, you know, a while, you're, you're going to, you're going to, I don't like to call it fail, but you're going to learn a lot of lessons in business. Is There's some things that, you know, the best business gurus can tell you, but there's other things you just have to see and learn for yourself. What stopped you from getting a nine to five? I'm restless. 
I didn't, like I said, I didn't want someone telling me, okay, this is when you work. This is when you leave. This is when you go to lunch. This is, um, yes, you can have this day off. No, you can't have this day off, you know, because I was, I was, in my opinion, a great employee. I'm a great, like, if someone gives me direction, I'll follow it. I'm, I'm definitely a great follower, but, um, or can take direction well. But I knew that's not where my heart was. I didn't like that. I didn't like that feeling. You know, now if I feel, don't feel good or if I'm under the weather, I can stay home and, or not do any work and still survive. I can still eat. My family can still eat. What's the longest you worked a uh, nine to five? Like, time, like a year, two years, a month? With one company or just all together? With one, with one specific company. With one specific company. Ooh, I would say maybe a year and a half, two years. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would say that. Yeah, you would... <laughs> After that, you was out of it, huh? Yeah, because I've, I've been working since the age of 14. Like, as soon as I was legal to get my working papers and work, I got a job. And I worked. Um, so I appreciate, and, you know, hard work. I tell my staff, there's nothing, no member of my staff is doing that I have not already done. So I understand their pain, pain points. I understand what they're going through. But um, yeah, so I, I'm trying to think. I can't remember how old I was when I quit a nine to five and just was doing the business full time. I want to say I started Clean Corp in 07, so maybe 09, the latest, when I was able to, or was it 2010? I think, yeah, it was around 09. It was 09. Um, what has your, your support system been like? I have great friends. I have great friends and family. I have damn near all of my family and close friends have helped me clean. <laughs> um, oh. Just to, you know, to vent to. Um, some of them may not know a lot about business, but I'm able to vent to them, to talk to them, ask for ideas, ask for help. Um, yeah, so yeah, that, that, that's another thing that's key, having you know a good support system. And sometimes you don't, like I said, sometimes you have to, um, pat yourself in the back and you have to be your own cheerleader you know sometimes you, you know be alone. you saying that made me think about a story that you actually told on the um, speak up sis podcast you was talking about a gentleman you was dating and he he basically was saying like you needed a nine to five i want to make sure that i'm saying it correctly mm-hmm. yeah like, what's your plan b like your plan B, that was what he said. Like, what's your plan well, B? Well, no, it wasn't even a plan B. He just thought, he was like, you know, I can see you as a CEO of this 
Fortune 500 company. And I just looked at him like, you don't get it. <laughs> like he, he didn't get it. His, his thing was, cause I, when he said that to me, I said, well, do you know why I'm in business and why I want to be a, a business owner? Why I'm a business owner? And he said, oh, well, you just, you know, you just like to be a boss. And I was like, no, that's not it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking future tense. I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about, you know, my, the children I don't have. And I'm thinking and understanding that they need me. And I also understand that I can work hard, bust my behind now. And when it's, when I do become a mother, I can sit down and enjoy and be present, you know, with, with my family or for my family. Yeah. Because you've been successful with your cleaning business, you've launched Profit and Cleaning. It's where you coach uh, your, um, your, your business coach. So I wanted to give you the time and opportunity to talk more about that. Yeah, so in the midst of me being in business, I have people that ask me all the time, Charlotte, how did you do this? How did you do that? Is this hard? And I would give out all this information happily. And I realized anytime I meet someone in business, I'm constantly asking, oh, well, what are you doing to market? And how's that going? And do you, is it profitable? And it would just bring so much joy to my life. Um, so I finally said, okay, let me just anchor down and put all this together, what I know, because apparently people want to hear it and, and have questions. So I started um, Profit in Cleaning and it teaches people how they can start a service business. It doesn't have to be a cleaning business. It could be a painting service. It could be carpet cleaning. It could be pressure washing. Um, it could be window cleaning. Any local service, you could be a handyman. Um, and how you can create this business and make it receive, make a profit within 60 days using the formula that I teach um, my clients. Wow. How long did it take you to establish this program? Um, it didn't take me long because I have all the content, right? I do, I, I do it or manage it or oversee it every day. So it was just putting all the, the information I have together and, you know, putting it in a course where I can actually do the live sessions and teach um, my clients about it because I've, I've already been doing it, not knowingly that I was doing it and not in the form of an actual course. So it didn't take long at all. Is this, is it virtual in person? How do you do it? Um, well, it's virtual. So we do um, live se sessions and um, the clients, they have um, their own like virtual classroom where they would get the handouts, the homeworks, they would have the recordings, things that we talked about, um, of, you know, during the the um, six weeks. It's a six weeks course. 
Okay, that's not a long time. Six is it? Is it um, every day? A couple of days a week? We we meet once a week. Okay. Okay, that's that's not bad for six weeks. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Is it? Do you have set? Do you do you like to meet everyone at the same time? Is it one on one? How do you conduct it? Yeah, it's a group coaching um, class. So we go over whatever that lesson is for the week. Um, we have Q and A because you're going to have a lot of questions if you're paying attention. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have homework assignments, the hand and the handouts, so they can. It's a process, right? So they know. Okay, this is how I figure out my name. This is how I get my domain. This is how I um, market. This is how I hire my first cleaner. This is how I hire my first admin. Um, so it shows them the, the process and the tools, you know, where to get a website, how to do it, um, how to automate, because I'm, I'm huge on automating everything that I could possibly automate. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's a thorough. I don't know if I would call it intense because you can move at your own pace. Um, oh, okay. If you miss if you miss a lesson, a live call, you we, you still have a recording from a recording of that lesson that you missed, and I'm still accessible where you know my students ask questions and things of that nature. So it's, it's pretty fun and interactive. And then, you know, a lot of my students, they build relationships, like I was telling you, you know, yeah, they may be in different states or different countries, but they can still help each other. Now, do you teach all aspects of the course or do you, is it just you or? It's just me. Um, I do have, um, sometimes I have a guest come in, uh, one of my um, um, colleagues, she she comes in and speaks about getting um, um, government contracts, and which is huge in the cleaning industry, cleaning government buildings. So she goes over, you know, how to do that and things like that. So depending on the availability of um, my colleagues, I'll have a guest on, you know, one of the weeks that I come and talk about something that's beneficial to growing their business or maintaining or managing their business. And your, and your, um, professional opinion, is there, is there one that's, um, provides like better paid? Um, well, not, 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 I say better pay. Um, is there avenue better that's like um, personal cleaning, like cleaning houses or, or um, cleaning like business properties? Uh, it depends on what your preference is. Some people like commercial cleaning because you have less contact with the client. Most people are gone for the day. So you don't have someone following you around or asking you a bunch of questions or it's done at night and they're working during the day or they're night owls. Um, so they prefer, you know, commercial. Um, 
it depend, depending on the size of um, the commercial property, the pro determines the profit margins. Um, yes, you can get in a huge high rise, but your profit margin may not be as big as a small, a smaller office that you're, you know, cleaning five days a week or three days a week. Um, so if you're, and I, I teach my students about making a profit, right? Because some people say, oh, I have a million dollar cleaning business or I have a million dollar business and that's great. But out of that million dollars, how much are you bringing home? Some people are doing a million dollars and they're only bringing in $100,000 a year. That's not good. You, I mean, it's great. It's a million dollars, but I'm, I teach my, my clients, okay, we got to think profit, constantly thinking profit. How, how can you make a profit, a bigger profit? Um, so with um, the way I teach my students, it's to be profitable and how to price the jobs in a way that it makes a profit that the cleaners um, that you've hired are happy, that you're happy with what you're bringing home. Um, so it, it, it really depends. It really depends on how you structure your business. Um, I know with when COVID hit, or COVID's still here, but um, <laughs> I've made huge profits with now the sanitizing business or ah. a service. Um, wow. the profits are huge in that capacity. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. So, yeah, it, oh, but you have to, you, I, I can't stress enough, you have to think profit. I tell, you know, people all the time, this is not a hobby. We're not doing this for play play. We're doing, this is a business. Let's operate it like a business. You know, let's make money. You know, you want to be nice. I get it. And you should be at times, but you got to make sure you eat. You got to make sure you're making a profit. <laughs> After all these years, because you started in 2007, how do you, re how do you remain passionate about what you're doing? I, how do I remain? I just, I like what I do. Like, I love the freedom of it. I love helping people grow. I, I love to see people come back to me and say, Charnel, I did what you said. This is what it works. And this is the result of it. I'm able to do this now because of your assistance and your guidance. So I guess that I would say that would be what keeps me going actually helping people and seeing the success of it, seeing that I'm okay. able to, you know, be a blessing to others. I'm, I'm able to keep people employed. Um, and that's, that's major. A lot of people can't say that and actually say they enjoy it and are happy about it, right? You mentioned freedom a lot. How do you define freedom? Freedom is doing what I want when I want to do it. <laughs> if I'm going to just be, <laughs> if 
black and white about it. It's, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a jerk or anything, but I like the ability to say, you know what, I want to go get a massage today and not worry about, oh, am I going to, you know, are we going to make money? Am I going to lose my job? Because I'm taking some time for some self-care. Yeah. Or I want to go out of town or I want to celebrate a special <laughs> occasion with a, a friend or family member. And, and I think it's, I think I, I asked that because I don't think everybody understands that it's a lot of responsibilities that come with that freedom. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's not easy. It, 2007, I was waking up early, going to clean an office, then driving down to the college campus, taking my classes, going home, eat, get back in the car, go to my part-time job, leave there, go home, do some homework if I didn't finish it at work, go back to sleep and do it all over again. I wasn't partying. I wasn't going on vacations and things that I wanted to do because I, I looked at the bigger picture, right? Like, for example, when I was a senior in high school, I worked a full-time job. I worked 40 hours a week. I would um, get up, go to class, leave, go home, eat, drive to work, get off around, I think I got off around midnight and drive home. And, but I knew I said, okay, I got to save money for college. I got to save money. Cause my you, were, you were doing all this as a, you were doing all this as a senior. Yeah. I was a senior in high school and I knew I wanted, I wanted to get my own car. So I saved, I got my car when I was 17. So I, I worked, um, I told you I started working at 14. So I was saving my money to buy a car. I saved my money so I didn't have to work my freshman year of college. I was like, okay, I got to work hard. I got to save my money. And that was the thing. I was looking at the future. I wasn't looking at the, the present, you know, not to say that I didn't have fun or didn't enjoy myself, but I did make sure I took care of business. You know, I worked hard. Um, so... It, it's now because I did all those things, I'm able to sit here and talk to you. I'm able to have flexibility to travel, to take time off and still make money. I can teach others because I bust my behind before because I knew I saw in the future. I'm like, okay, I know this is what I want. In order to get it, I gotta work hard, right? I'm going to do everything I need to do now so I don't have to do it later when I get older and my knees start hurting or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what have you. So. I got to ask, though, what, what, what were your parents saying while you were doing all this work? It's funny you say that because what earlier this week or was it last week, my mother said, yeah, you got that full-time job in college and I didn't know, no, high school and I didn't know. I'm like, mom, how did you not know I was coming home 12, <laughs> o'clock in the morning from work? And she said, well, I think, I think what she was trying to say 
was I took the job before mentioning mentioning it to her. But I was doing good. Like I did, I was still on honor roll. I did what I needed to do and got on. And I'm, I'm the same way today. I'm like, okay, just tell me what I need to do. Let me execute it so I can be done with this and move on to the next thing. Wow. So I mean, I'm just thinking about that as a high school scene. I'm like, hold up. You gotta get it. You you was getting in like midnight and you say even one o'clock and you gotta get up, go to school. And I'm just trying to figure out how was you doing all this at like 17, 18 at the oldest. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't afraid of hard work. You know, my friends, you know, make fun of me because they're like, I've had a job as long as they've known me. I've always worked. <laughs> a lot of them are, you know, they aren't surprised that. They see me doing different things because they're like, yeah, Charnel was the first one who had a car. Charnel was the first one who had a job. Charnel, you know, but I worked hard for that. And I, I tell people like, if you want it, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put in work. It's not just gonna happen. Nothing is just gonna happen without you putting in the work and building relationships and, and, and talking to people and smiling and doing it when you are afraid, doing it when you don't feel like it, you know, it gets you to the point where you can, you know, eventually if you do it, do the right thing, you know, live the life you really want to live. Mm -hmm. Do you think about how much longer you want to do this? Um, no, I'm not burnt out yet. Um, okay. but if I do, I have a plan in place that I can, um, I can exit and still make a profit. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like that's when you start, yeah, thing. you should have a, a, an a exit plan in mind, an exit strategy. Um, to say, you know, do I want to sell this business? Do I want to franchise it? Um, do I want to just step down and let someone else be CEO and they manage it and not just take a, a percentage of it, you know, every month, every year, whatever, whatever, you know, decide. So those are all the different things you have to factor in, you know, do I want to pass it down to my children? You know, um, just knowing that and, and understanding and then focusing on that, striving towards that goal. Um, I think people should definitely, you know, keep that in mind because sometimes, you you know, people start a business as a side hustle or a hobby and then it, it just blossoms into something bigger, which is great. But then when it gets to that point, when it starts blossoming, 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 and um, and you realize, okay, this is a, a, a legit business, then you need to start putting some things in place to position yourself to be, you know, profitable. I, I know I say that a lot, but um, position it's important yourself. in business. Yeah, it is. <laughs> some people do it just to say, I got a business, you know, and that's that's great. A lot of people have a business, but are they making money? 
Because if you're not, if you're not making money from it, it's to me, it's a hobby. It's not a, it's not a business. Mm. Yeah, that that was something that I heard you guys saying. It like um, you have business and then you have expensive hobbies. So that was something. That was something I had to. I definitely took that away from the conversation that you had on the previous podcast. Yeah, ask yourself how can you make money from this. What is the what is the most? I'm gonna ask you. What do you think is the most valuable business advice that you could give to someone? That's a good question. Um, the, the most valuable? Hmm. Don't stop. And when I say don't stop, I mean, don't stop learning. You need to constantly learn. Don't stop building relationships. Don't stop growing. Don't stop looking for new ideas. Don't stop figuring out how you can enhance the business, how you can um, make it more profitable. <laughs> don't just, just keep going, do it afraid, you know, don't stop because of obstacles or our fears. Keep going. Just like, if I would have stopped those times when I felt like, okay, I can't go on anymore. I'm tired. It's frustrating. I'm not getting the results. I'm putting on all this energy and hard work and I'm not getting the results from it. I didn't stop, I kept going. And now because I didn't stop, people are coming to me and they're asking me, Sharna, what did you do? How did you do it? What should I do? And now I can tell them and I can, and I'm not, you know, making it up. I'm, I'm telling them, and I can give them real life examples of, okay, let me tell you what happened to me. Let me tell you why <laughs> you shouldn't go down this road. Let me tell you why you shouldn't go with this service or, or sign up with this company. Let me, let me tell you, cause I, I, I've been there. I definitely appreciate you taking the time to do this. Um, and, and I want to take this time also to congratulate you on the success you've had. Um, it's really an honor and pleasure to see a woman, especially a woman of color, making so many positive moves. So I wanted to congratulate you on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to tell the people how they can follow you and how they can also sign up for your course? Well, the easiest way is to find me on Instagram. Um, my social media handle for Instagram is Charnel26. And that's the same. My clubhouse handle is the same. And then I try to remember them all. And I just tell people, just look for me on Instagram. But um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the website for Profit in Cleaning is ProfitInCleaning.com. Um, I'm going to be launching a new um um, class in June. I, I currently have one going now. Um, so the next one is going to be in June. Um, so just, you know, follow me on Instagram, sign up for our, my email so you can get updates and things that are going on. Um, I send different um, tips and 
um, practices and, and just things that people can use to, you know, grow their business or people who are, you know, um, thinking about starting a business. Um, you can also schedule a free um, consultation call with me and you can click the link on my Instagram um, bio link to take you there to sign up because I don't remember it. I think, I don't, yeah, I don't remember the link for that, but um, yeah, Instagram has it all. <laughs> okay. Well, again, I want to thank you for doing this and I wish you all the best with the, with the um, clean core and the profit and cleaning that you have coming. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you again for this opportunity and this platform to, to share. You're definitely welcome. I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore Lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with Lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.